morning. On Wednesday, the world will be witnessing America's inauguration of a new historical administration under the leadership of President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. For more than two centuries, every four years, the American people have stood for moments to witness new administrations being inaugurated in front of the U.S. Capitol and power being transferred from one president to the next. This past November, the American people have casted the votes to nominate the next president and vice president of the United States. And as I have said two weeks ago, it was a historical election we will remember in our lifetime. The people have elected Joe Biden as president with an extensive 50-year political career record from the Senate, representing Delaware to the vice presidency under the Obama administration. At the same time, the people have appointed California Senator Kamala Harris as the next vice president of the United States, the first female of African-American and South Asian descent to land in the nation's second highest office. With three days left for their first term inauguration, we have, we have to acknowledge that the Biden-Harris ticket received the most number of popular votes recorded in American history, beating the previous record of the Obama-Biden ticket from the 2008 election with over 81 million votes. Our inaugurations have always been historic, regardless of times of war and prosperity, in times of peace and recession. We, as the people of the United States, have acknowledged the transfer of power between administrations since the first presidency under George Washington. Thus, the upcoming Biden-Harris administration must be recognized with a similar level of legitimacy as we did for the previous ones. I'm personally confident they will lead America from this current mess and build back better as they promised during their campaigns. Let's wish them our very best wishes for their first terms starting on January 20th. For our 117th U.S. Congress to pass agendas relating to issues that matter to our livelihoods. The special runoff election for the United States Senate, representing the state of Georgia, was a crucial one to occur. Two weeks ago, this penultimate election was a significant determining factor of the balance of power between the Congress and the executive branch under Joe Biden of the same platform for the next two years. Let's send our warmest congratulations to John Ossoff and Reverend Raphael Warnock for their devoted campaigns toward their commitment of bringing the state of Georgia back together from the January 5th runoff election. Although I do not consider myself much of a political, much of a political pundit today, I know these crucial elections were a deciding factor of whether we will live under the brink of another crisis or the reconstruction of a restarting renewal as one nation under the allegiance of one God for the next four years and so forth. Personally, I wish young leaders like me can continue to live in peace and achieve better results for their families they cherish. And this election outcome certainly uplifted the hopes of many. Despite the course of intense division and partisanship our nation has been inflicted from these past four years, we have realized ourselves taking our democracy for granted. But we have responded on time to choose a national ticket that recognized the sorrow and pain of those left too far behind. Climate change was on the ballot. New societal reforms were on the ballot. Civic participation was on the ballot. Most importantly, our democracy was on the ballot. Let us cherish our choice of voting this season because we made the proper one for our future. Let us also commit to live our lives based on our founding principles that bring us back together as the United States instead of the divided states. With five days left till my inaugural day as pilot, I want to express my gratitude to the first family, my mother and my father, and friends and supporters for helping me recognize my potential to do well in what I do every day. 
I'm now taking the commitment to learn and then serve the vast American community I love each and every day through the first days of airmanship. These first 100 or such numbered days would not just be about me learning about the powerful wonders of aviation, but I'm going to tell you that we're going to achieve a lot together and cherish our progress together in the next few years. My pioneering success is also laid upon as your success, and I hope you root for me in my journey as pilot of the United States starting on January 22nd. Certainly, the first year of a new opportunity would require more than just a willingness to provide inspiration under my watch. Ronald Reagan once said in his 1989 farewell address to the nation as president, I sat there like the new kid in school and listened. Referring back to his meeting experience as first year president at a Canadian-based economic summit in 1981. Forty years later, my first year will resemble that same kind of learning in a new meeting room and doing the job required to be proficient under my pledge. That's the reality of any job we pursue in this worldly life, learning on that first year and reflecting on these experiences in our final days. Learning never stops and will not till our last days. We have more work to do and get done. We may have lost our hopes from the catastrophes of the previous year, but God has given his children another year to make new changes and lead our communities better. Let's put our God-given talent into effect rather than keep it intact for this new year. Thank you. God bless.